what this is? Yes, it is, Wutong. Let's go!
Hello, everybody. Welcome to the special edition of a Friday, the ish that we talk. You know who I am. I don't need no introduction. Um, I am just Lee Lee. I, I am just a guy who um, is playing the dude that is playing the dude. No, 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 no. I'm going to need you to do that again with more enthusiasm and talk like you the shit that's on here speaking the shit that you talk. Uh, again. Y'all know who it is. It's that motherfucker, Lily, always in the place. Um, I'm the host of this, their podcast. I am with the co-host, the best that ever did it, the lady that pushes the bells and the whistles. I say it every time because it's true. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for her, we would not be able to give you this right here. Give a round of applause for Lindsay. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> and again, this is the ish that we talk. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Stitcher. Excuse me, and also Amazon. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can give you the ish that we talk. And I I forget because it's brand new. Hey, bitches, check us out on Twitch. (laughs) Straight like that, huh? Straight like that. (laughs) I'm going I'm to really get on Twitch because uh, I be seeing a lot of niggas on Twitch. They do the same shit I do. Like, nigga, they'll play Mario Brothers for 12 fucking hours and talk shit to people. Mm. That is fucking fly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. That's why I was like, yeah, we got to get in the game. Put me in the game, cuz. So, yeah. Yeah. But we are here. You know how I always start this shit. Um, Lizzie, how's your health? How's your wealth? How is your well-being? I'm good. How about yourself? Um, I am doing fine. As everybody can see, I am in the process of demolishing the fuck out of my house. So this is what y'all are seeing. Y'all are seeing the real time, not the fake time. This is really the conditions that I'm living in right now. But it is all going to be greater later because this is going to be a house that is baby approved and baby ready. Yep. Yep. So that's the dope. That's the dope. You tell you already dedicated as much time and effort and money that you're putting into it right now. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, love to see it. Love to see it. Oh, yeah. Like, I got it so open. Like, once everything get cracking, like, oh, yeah. Like, you definitely have to come through and we can we can actually do a podcast together because I got enough room now for it yeah. to be, you know what I'm saying, do that and not be, like, awkward for people to move around. Yeah. yeah. I bust down a lot of walls for this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I got to come and get my seal of approval anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, no. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So, shall we get into these topics? Let's get into these motherfucking topics. 
all you ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> right. So, um, first topic, um, last week when we were filming is when um, Chris Rock did his first live special with Netflix. Um, it was actually Netflix's first live special as well. Um, it was called Selective Outrage. And it was um, highly anticipated because um, this was his first time actually fully addressing the Oscar slap that happened last year between him and Will Smith. Um, I mean, it was it was a special. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Be 100. Oh. Be 100 with how you feel, because I'm about to be 100 with how I feel. Okay. Uh, well, Marvin Shepard is watching. Hey, Marvin. He says, nigga, I'm ugly with handsome features, LOL. <laughs> nigga, that don't make no sense, nigga. That's like when you an ugly ass nigga and your mama say your eyes is pretty. Nigga, you ugly. Right. Or oh, you got good hair. Yeah. You got good hair, you ugly I'm motherfucker. Ugly head, right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, um, I mean, he talked about certain things that have been going on um, within the, within society um, that is selective outrage, um, which he made some good points, you know, because he was just like, how can you listen to Michael Jackson but be mad if R. Kelly gets played? Point, point, you got to go on point for that. Um, but of course, the part that everybody was anticipating was um, towards the end when he uh, uh, he addressed the slap, and basically, he was saying that the slap stemmed from when Will Smith didn't get nominated for a concussion, and uh, Jaden Pickett had made a video saying that we need to make our own um award show. Like we didn't already have our own award shows, but whatever. And she said, um, well, she called for Chris Rock because he was hosting that year. She called for him to um, decline the offer to host, which he did not do. And so he he thinks it's stemming from that. And uh, yeah, so he called he called Will Smith a bunch of bitches um, in a roundabout way. Yeah, and um, he just was like, you know, everybody it has been ragging on him about the whole entanglement thing, but he hits the guy that he know he can beat up. And the reason why he didn't hit him back is because his mama told him not to fight in front of white people, and that was his mic drop, which. It's funny, you can tell the people that have never seen a Chris Rock special because he does the mic drop at the end of every special. But people was really thinking that that was something that he just did. But um, to me, it wasn't funny. Um, Problem with Chris Rock is that uh, I'm not his target audience. You know, so he's not gearing it towards me. He's not gearing it towards you either because you're not his target audience either. Um, 
So yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, uh, the people that are his target audience thought it was hilarious. They were cracking up. They, for me, I think they laughed a little bit too hard at the at the emancipation joke. So yeah, that that was a little bit too hard for my comfort, but whatever. Um, yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts? All right. Um... <clears throat> I'm just gonna recognize um what it is that um everybody should recognize. And Chris Brown, I mean, excuse me, Chris Brown, Chris Rock's genre, he is one of the fucking legends of comedy and his genre. So that makes him just he's just goaded, like. So whatever he comes up with, it's I don't know what I'm saying it's it's always gonna be um highly praised more than people gonna shoot it down. Um will I say everything about that was uh every uh thing about that special was funny? No. I'm not gonna say that because like you said, I'm not his target audience, but at the same time, I found a lot of shit that he said hilarious. Um because it was real. The shit about pro-choice, real as a motherfucker. I laughed my ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't laughed my ass off to nothing he said. <laughs> I laughed my ass because I know Chris Rock, so I know his setups. He's, you know, he's one of them like, mm, you know, because these bitches, okay? Um, these, and, and I, I see him set it up, so I'm just like waiting on the, you know what I'm saying, the punchline so I can laugh. So, yeah, I, I get him too. Like, I'm a big fan. It's just he's just not. I'm not his target audience anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the punchline for me, which I I thought was funny, because he was like, uh, uh, especially on the pro uh uh pro uh choice uh thing, he was like, I think women should uh you know okay um kill babies. Until they four years old. Because that's what you're doing is killing babies. Now, I thought that was funny because I knew I, I knew it wasn't no malice for that. I knew he wasn't really saying you kill a four-year-old baby. But I got what he was saying in a joking manner. He said, we ain't supposed to even be involved in that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. I mean, the shit, the shit he was saying, I understood. Loki may have agreed with one or two points. It just wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny. Like, and he used to be hilarious to me. Uh, Marvin says Chris Rock's special was mediocre. The abortion shit was funny. Then he says no point for that MJ versus R. Kelly. MJ was never convicted. There was no evidence, just hearsay. R. Kelly has a videotape, numerous witnesses, and has been convicted on several charges. Um. Yeah, no. I I agree. I agree with you, Marvin. Yeah, to a certain extent. I really agree with you. But at the same time, the accusations were were always there and would never uh, leave. Yeah. You know. And on top of that, you can't, like, you're going down a slippery slippery slope when you get to talking about um, 
evidence when it comes to rape and molestation. So you don't really want to go down that road. So yeah, because we can. I mean, you know, just keeping it real. Uh, speaking of that, speaking of wacko jacko, um, we can totally keep him one hundred and saying that no evidence was found that he has ever molested or touched anybody. Yes, that is evident. At the same time, um, we can't out we can't downplay accusations. Like I'm not saying because you know I love MJ. Like you know, I'm, I think I said this before on, on this podcast. Like uh, in my tumultuous childhood, like MJ was like really a lifesaver to me. That was like my go to shit. I listened to, put my headphones in, and like block every all the chaos that was going on in my life as a kid. So I'm not going to downplay that, but at the same time, accusations, um, for every nine things a motherfucker say about you, at least four of them is true. So, I mean, I'm just one of them people. I'm old school. I think like that. Right. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. I just, when you get to talking about like, rape and molestation um yeah it i mean like evidence what what evidence are you looking for because everybody's not um abused violently you know what i mean exactly and then you know just like r kelly um michael jackson admitted things that um shouldn't have been admitted to like he admitted giving children wine and that right there opens up a lot of a lot of floodgates when now again all the accusations was proved not uh not worthy not guilty no at the same time all all the allegations not all the allegations i mean at the same time you can't tell a motherfucker that you're giving kids wine he was acquitted of all the charges that were charged against him. But all the Alec, he wasn't proven to have not done all everything that he was alleged to have done. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But if we just being real here, he wasn't. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, cause I, I don't. I, I can't really speak on it because I've defended or uh Michael Jackson with R. Kelly. Like I've defended Mike, yeah. so I know. Yeah. Um, Marvin says the accusers even retracted that shit years later, saying his parents made him say that he then committed suicide due to the mental trauma. Um, he wasn't the only accuser. Yeah. I don't know if you have seen it, Marvin. I don't know if you have seen it, Lily, but I watched all of the um what is it, Finding Neverland? Mm-hmm. That shit was fucked up. I'm not gonna hold it. That shit was fucked up. They went into detail. Um the families were involved in the docu um series and if everything that they were saying is true, the shit was fucked up. Like, he infiltrated these people's families 
to the point where one of the kids' parents got divorced behind him. Like it was, it was bad. My uncle Mike, shout out to Mike Stewart, Mike Stewart Senior. Um, uh, I have to give a shout out to my aunt because he told me something that made me think about it. He said, "Hey." He said, "You you you talk about R. Kelly like he's a he's a monster and he's a beast, but he had to learn that from somewhere." Yeah, and he wasn't talking about him learning that from um, his family or the ghetto. He was like, he got rich and still was able to do that, so he had to learn that from somebody. Right. Um, the one thing I've said about R. Kelly that I will continue to say. He wasn't the only one that should have been charged. That was a a whole operation. That's a fact. That was a whole operation. There was people that participated in the docuseries about R. Kelly that I was like, they need to be charged too. They're a part of it too. Um, Marvin says, (laughs) I ain't watching that shit. I figured yeah, I'll you, had- you Marvin, because I'm not either. Because again, it's just one of them things. It's like, like I know diehard fucking R. Kelly fans. Um, I I am a diehard uh, Michael Jackson fan because, like, for a long time, of, you know what I'm saying? In my life, I grew up on him. Like, so I can't. I, I would never change that. I don't know what I don't know what '80s baby that didn't grow up on him. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I get like I said, I get it. I don't want to be the person to say it. I don't want to believe it. Yeah. But we have to we have to be real about the situation and not put the blinders on like this shit ain't out there. The shit is out there. The people are saying it. Yeah. You know I mean, it's the same thing where in 10 years, we gonna have somebody who is maybe my age now and at 40 or in they in, in they early or late thirties that are is going to defend R. Kelly because they grew up around R. Kelly. There's people out there now defending him. Um Marvin says smear campaign. I don't believe none of that shit. You you and a lot of people don't believe none of that shit. Um I I don't want to I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it either. That's the thing, it's a difference. You saying I don't believe that shit. And you you, you stand on that. And I, I love that you stand on that. At the same time, I don't want to believe it. But when I say that, I also understand that everybody ain't, ain't, ain't crying wolf. Right. Right. Now, the one that was in um, You Got Served, I can definitely understand people being like, fuck him. I'm not believing a damn thing he says because he said, no, he's never done it. And then he turned around and said, yes, he's done it. But his family, if it wasn't for his family being in that docuseries, then I would be like, fuck him. I'm not trying to listen to anything he says. You know what I'm saying? Um, But it's more than just him that's in that docuseries. And these allegations just keep coming up. Like everybody, what, what would be the end game of, somebody saying that about him you know what i'm saying like are you trying to get his catalog for the dirt and if you are then you're kind of like shooting yourself in the foot because 
if it goes for the dirt, that means ain't nobody listening to it. So what would right. you want? You know what I'm saying? And his catalog about to sell for damn near a billion dollars. So, yeah. A lot of people feel like I'm not trying to believe that shit. You know? Um, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on. It's a lot. Um, I know, um, I think Tommy Mottola, they were saying, um, was behind the smear campaign because he wanted to ruin him at one point. Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. alleged, I'll allege it. Uh, yeah, but, um, but Michael really, yeah. Michael really was putting his dick in Tommy Mottola's mouth. I'm gonna keep it one. <laughs> I remember all that shit growing up. Like I remember him like doing interviews and like shitting on that nigga. Right. Like yeah, that's what I realized. Mike was black as a motherfucker because Mike was like, these niggas got me fucked up in the game. <laughs> Look, I had to put the banner on. <laughs> I remember this week. <laughs> Hey, listen. <laughs> um, just keep it a bill. Just keep it a bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole uh, Michael Jackson situation is a bit touchy and fucked up, and every everything in one big old pile of gumbo. Um, and there is a difference between him and. R. Kelly, because R. Kelly has, in fact, been convicted at this point. That's um, true. So, yeah. So that comparison, although I get it, it it's not the same. No. Um. But what what else? What else about the uh, special? Oh uh, shit! We got so far up and 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 Mike. Yeah, Jack. we did. Uh, we did. But like, uh, okay, um, bringing back to it, I did um, understand the uh, the last ten minutes. Um, the last ten minutes was um, Chris Rock actually um, bellowing out how he felt. It was almost like he was talking to a therapist. Um. That rant wasn't supposed to be funny. Right. You find it funny because we have all listened to a drunk getting mad at a situation and and saying some shit over and over again. So you find it funny. But at the same time, that last 10 minutes, I don't think he meant it to be funny. I think he meant it to be really more on it. Like he was going to tell a little joke every now and then. But... Mm -hmm. I really, I really want y'all to know this is how I feel. And like, it took him a year to even say this. So like, he had to build up to it. I don't think yeah. a lot of people paid attention to the end of it when they, um, when they did that that real uh, screen to his face, and that man had tears in his eyes. That was something he really needed to get off his chest. Yeah. So, for me, I was like, oh, okay, this ain't a special for niggas that's just trying to look for jokes. This is a special for niggas who really fuck with Chris Rock. Yeah. Um. I I mean, I totally, I totally get what you're saying, and I agree to a certain, to a certain degree. Um. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't jokes at the end. <clears throat> yeah. 
but he's the type of person where um which this is this is a gift that some people have my daddy has it um where you can tell a story the story be fucked up but the way that they tell it is funny as hell you're gonna laugh mm-hmm. and that's how he was telling the story um you know telling how he felt and stuff like that like there were certain parts of it that people did laugh at because again he tells he tells a story that you're gonna laugh no matter how fucked up it is you know um but but I but I agree with you it wasn't it wasn't jokes at the end yeah so. that was that was him relieving pressure and shout out to Chris because I've been saying this and I'm glad that Chris said this and I, I, I think you know where I'm going at with this I've been saying Jade is just a dirty rotten scoundrel bitch forever forever I told y'all I said I'm gonna stop calling her a bitch if she say something to defend this nigga Will Smith after this. And she didn't. She said, I don't need nobody to fight my battles. And I said, that's a dirty, riding bitch right there. That's the truth. It is what it is. I don't give a fuck how nobody slice it. If you ain't, listen, you are never supposed to question your husband or doubt your husband. She has done this multiple times. I don't give a fuck what relationship they in. Swinger this, swinger that, whatever the fuck anybody want to say. All that shit can happen in life, but you still got to have respect for your spouse. And she keeps showing people every day that she don't have respect for him. So, yes, she's a bitch. That's what it is. I don't know why everybody is acting like I'm wrong here. I'm glad Chris said that. Man, fuck that. that, Man, listen. When he said, he stuck up for that bitch for no reason. He meant that, and that was the truth. That's what you feel? That's how I feel. (laughs) That's how I feel. Because he was being being timid a little bit, and then when he stepped on it and said, man, come on, man, that bitch. I'm, I, I, yeah, because that's what it is. First that's a time bitch. He her a bitch. The first time he called her a bitch, he was timid, and because especially because of the uh crowd reaction, because he barely said, I like it was like he was changing his mind to say bitch at the last minute, but it was too late. He already committed to saying bitch because it wasn't a bitch like how he was saying bitch through the whole uh special, you know what I mean. He still had to get it off. He he still had yeah. to say, man, that's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, but... Because um, you got to... Because, you know, um, I got to... I actually... Uh, my nigga uh, actually taped it, so I got to see the um, the real live shit before um, when my uh, Wi-Fi kicked back in and I seen the, the shit that's already been edited. Like, you can see him, like, writing jokes looking at them, analyzing them, and, like, scratching shit off. So, like, yeah, all that was calculated. Like, he knew, like, nah, I, I, I got to call her a bitch. I don't, I, I probably don't want to. That, that ain't my character. I ain't trying to fight Will again, like, real shit. But, no, that's a bitch. Yeah. Um, What do you feel about the reports saying that, uh, 
he that Will Smith is hurt and disappointed at this special. Do you have any thoughts about that? I do. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, nigga, you slapped me on national TV. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how many apologies you give me. I, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to lay it all on the line. You okay. know, because I'm not no gangster. I'm not no, no, uh, motherfucking nigga that just go off the handle all the time, but I am a man. You're not going to slap the shit out of me on TV and expect me to be cordial to you when I actually say something about it. Then you got me fucked up, you. so you really want me to be a bitch. Yeah. Like, you um. upset about it. You upset. Nigga, for a whole year, I had niggas say shit like, you ain't gonna Chris Rock me. Like, what the fuck? Nigga, I don't give a <laughs> fuck what I say about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just really don't want to believe that, that Will Smith said that. Because you got you had to have known, especially with him being a comedian, an active comedian at that, you had to have known that he was going to eventually say something. The man been quiet for so long, you know what I mean? He was going to get it off his chest. I just really don't I just really don't want to believe that Will Smith actually said that. Like it, it wasn't a word or nothing like that. Like they were saying reports were saying. So I just I just want to hold out hope. That Will Smith just took it on the chin and went on about his day. I hope so. At, at the same time, I want to say the people this um um the people on Twitter, shout out to Twitter, uh that are are really um saying like you know uh Jaden um sent out a subliminal tweet. Uh, seeing that he haven't he hasn't tweeted in five days, but yet when that special hit, he sent out a subliminal tweet, and that it was of uh, Martin Lawrence sarcastically laughing. Um, I want to say this: I don't give a fuck about nothing that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Tweets any time of the day, especially when it comes to this, like. Who cares? Because at the end of the day, Chris didn't say nothing but the truth. So yeah, I get it. You mad? You you might be mad that he called your mama a bitch. Your mama a bitch is what it is. Your mama fucked your friend, bro. She's a bitch. I know niggas right now that love their mama to death, but will really be like, man, nah, man, you be getting on that crackhead bitch shit. And you got to respect it because I've seen you be on that crackhead bitch shit. So, like, nah, you 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 got to take the apples with the oranges, uh, Jaden, man. You know who your mama is. Um, I get, you know, who your mama is or whatever, but there's certain things that you don't want to know about your mama. And fucking your friend is one of them. <laughs> yeah, and but your mama the one aired that out, not Chris. No, August aired that out. The nigga that you thought was your friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bree is here. She says, "Hey y'all, hey Bree." What up, Bree? Shout out to Breezy Bree. 
Yeah. Um, I, I just I I don't get it. I'm just saying like maybe it's just me, but yeah, she says what up. <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck about Jaden's uh, response, like niggas. <laughs> nigga, we 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 just seen a tweet of you crying at a, at a random person's house. So you already on 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 some uh some different shit. I missed that tweet. Oh my god, <laughs> the nigga, you can look it up. Like after this, look the shit up. The nigga was sitting there crying at a random person's house, talking about how much he loved his friends. I mean his fans. I don't know if this was a fan. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if he just pulled up on this random ass uh country bunkin looking ass house. The shit looked crazy, and the nigga was sitting there crying. Oh, wow. And then you turn That's around, and, and, and then you do that about Mark. Don't nobody give a fuck. Like, nigga, Jaden, you already off. Like, you ain't you ain't one of them. Let's keep it yeah, real. You're not even going to defend your mom. Right. Nobody's sitting around like, I wonder what Jaden thinks. Like, nobody's yeah. doing <laughs> Nobody's doing like I hate when people reach because I'm like, ain't nobody checking for Jaden. Like, you think Chris Rock waiting on Jaden to say something to him? Yeah, uh, you don't give a fuck. No, Maybe your best movie was Karate Kid. Like, get the fuck out of here. Wait, 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 hold on. After Earth wasn't bad, after Earth wasn't <laughs> bad to me, it was bad to the to the people. I don't like After Earth. Right, I don't think that's wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a flop. Right. So your I, best movie was Karate Kid, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say shit to um, me. Right. Right. Bree says I seen it. He on that end. And I believe you. He's Yeah. Tell he's in the house. She says, "Hey, ish talkers. Hey. What up? What up?" Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh yeah, no yeah, nobody's sitting around at like thinking like, huh, I wonder what Jane is thinking. Uh right. but Jane, you ain't me. You ain't if, if if I was famous like you and somebody called Miss Yvette a bitch, I'ma be at their front door. You ain't gonna do that, Jaden. So don't nobody don't nobody give a fuck about what you tweet. He's gonna be at somebody's front door crying, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> We've seen it. You're gonna be at Chris Rock. Now nah, you ain't even you ain't going to Chris Rock house because that nigga definitely gonna have security like right there to shoot you. Right. Like, nah, but you'll go to a rock family house and just sit there and cry. <laughs> you'll be at Tony Rock House something about I thought we was brothers. <laughs> Shedding tears and shit. Right, right. And that ain't no diss to you, Jaden. But don't nobody give a fuck about what you tweet, though. When it comes to a beef, that ain't nah. Let it go. Nah, nah, yeah. They should have. They should have uh, went on ahead and let that let that ride. Um, another thing that I saw was that apparently Will Smith is now supposed to be mad at um, Netflix for airing the special. Um, he should be. Mad. Mad that they that they cancel Bright too. He shouldn't be mad at the special. Exactly. I'm low key cancel Bright too. 
sprite was pretty cool. So that he's mad at the wrong. If that's true, he's mad at the wrong shit. Um, yeah, uh, Bright was a great movie. Um, yeah, you sabotaged that shit when you did what you did. Because I mean, let's break it down to like you know, just the elements of it. Um, us as black people, we look at shit. We, we looking at things on the surface level. We said, "Hey, man, it was a lot of black people that was uh, had a hand in these Oscars." It was a, uh, a lot of black people that uh, won these Oscars. You, this is surface level. When you dig deep, you are fucking with white folks. Oscars is yeah. strictly white folks. You pissed a lot of white folks off, and they fucking cut your water off. That's all it is. Stop that. You, you getting mad at the wrong people. You need to get mad at yourself when you fucking with these white folks. Yeah. Um, Bree says Chris Rock has a deep has a deep rooted animosity, Jada, like it's sad to me. Um, I agree. And that's why I was saying earlier it's crazy how he thinks that it's from um back I think it was twenty sixteen Oscars when he didn't get concussion. It's funny to me that you really think that it's from concussion. Like, no, you've been ragging on her for a long time. I feel like what it stems from is that he probably tried to smash and she declined. And he's been on her head ever since. And he's going to be on whoever she's fucking with head. So she's so he's going to be on Will Smith's head. But it's hard to be on Will Smith's head because everybody loves him until last year. <laughs> So I've I've, yeah. I've I've said this before. Um, and this is just my opinion. This is no opinion of the itch we talk or the people we are affiliated with. But I've said this before. I've said I, I know on this talking about Jada. Mm-hmm. Chris was a nigga that didn't get the hit. That's that's what it is. That's what it's all said in a nutshell. This is a nigga that didn't get the hit. Mm-hmm. At the same time saying that, yeah, um, maybe he have a little animosity against that. But at the same time, for her to like um try to pull the strings that she did, especially in them uh in them Oscars where Will uh was nominated, yeah, that was the nigga that didn't get the hit chance to shit on you. It's, it, you you gotta uh, understand what you know. What I'm saying the, the game that you're playing at this point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, so I do believe um, uh, Chris Rock fully and wholeheartedly believes this shit is just from you being mad about some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bree says, um, "Do you see how men are weirdos? He's still mad about that shit like a weirdo." Yeah. He ain't mad about it. That's the thing. I well, let me let me not say that because I don't know how he is, because maybe he is still mad about it. Only I thing I can say is a man, like, mm, if I was a nigga that tried to hit, didn't get to hit a motherfucking bitch, and then you turn around and tell me I should ban some shit because your husband wouldn't nominate it. Girl, you got me fucked up. Well, 
I understand the job for some pussy I ain't never got. Right, and I ain't never gonna get. Um, exactly. I, I understand the frustration on uh, on the Smith side in regards to concussion because concussion was a great movie. The only thing I no, it was like, no, it really was. You're a football fan, that's why you're saying it wasn't. Yeah, well, oh. we're, we're not gonna. That, that was not a good movie. I think it was a good movie. I think he, I think he did a good job. But the you think the, he did a good job with that fucking accent? That's the only thing that I think is the reason why he probably should not have been nominated was because of the accent. Lisa, Lisa, you a braided-headed <laughs> woman. Listen, you braided-headed woman. I could have done this movie with so much pride. And have made it a great movie. But no. I was not giving the choice. Because the choice was made to a man who does not sound like he is from the country that I'm from. The country that I love. Why is your accent better? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> but he did a good job. And the point was made. You know how I feel about football. <clears throat> and I feel like, okay, I never liked football. But I feel like even more so was after seeing concussion. Because that is, that's fucked up. And then reading, reading all these stories about people that have, you know, succumbed to CTE, you know, like that's fucked up. So mm. I feel mm. that the NFL like the NFL mm. killed that movie. This is a fabrication. <laughs> this is not oh. what everyone is going through with CTE. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and then we gonna move on because we have spent a lot of time on. <laughs> We're not gonna go down that road of bad accents because Queen Mother herself, I love her just as much as everybody else, but Angela Bassett accents are never. Ever good, and she switches in and out, in and out, in and out. Uh, and yeah, I will agree. Notorious. I will agree, especially in Notorious. And she's nominated for an Oscar, well deserved. She should get it, but her accents are never good. So that's where I'm gonna leave it. Okay, okay. <laughs> in my African <laughs> accent, I will give you. I will give you that. That I will give you. I will let it go. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Right, right, right. It is speaking life into the real. Okay. <laughs> I get it. All right. All right. <laughs> All I would have done a way better job and I have no acting chops. Right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, your your accent is better. I'm gonna give you that. Um, but Tima is here. She says she's laughing out loud at you, Lily. <laughs> hey, Fatima. She's probably doing African. It sounds just like me. Right, right. So, uh, yeah. So we're gonna leave it there uh, and move on. Um, next up, um, let's get to some sad news. Um, so there was a situation that happened last week in Mexico where these people, um, it was four people, um, a woman and three men, they went to Mexico um, because the woman was getting a tummy tuck and they were coming from South Carolina. So they drove to Mexico Um they were in one of those border towns in Mexico. And the van that they were driving in got shot up by the cartel. Um, two of the men were killed. And one of the men were um, injured. And then the lady, she was distraught. Um seems like every time that you get on the internet some new stuff is coming out about this situation um the latest i heard was that the cartel has turned over the men that were a part of the cartel that oh, did, they did. yeah yeah i've seen that too yeah yeah they turned over the men that were a part of this and um, they tied him up, left him somewhere, and um, attached a note. And the note said, I apologize. This is not how we conduct business. These people were acting outside of um, of the rules and regulations of the cartel. Um, so do, with you, do with them as you may. Um, um, another thing that came out was that the one guy that, that um, did not pass away he was married and his wife didn't know that he was going to Mexico. Um, there was a, there was actually five of them. Um, but by the time they got to Texas, uh, cause it was two women, three guys. Um, by the time they got to Texas, the other woman realized she didn't have her ID. So she stayed in Texas. Um, one of the guys that passed away, have been saying before they left South Carolina that they shouldn't go. So do with that as you may. But um, it's just, I don't know. Um, They say that this ain't the first time that the lady went down there for plastic surgery, but it just doesn't sound right to me. But I did not major in forensic science nor criminal justice, so I don't know. Um, but what are your thoughts? Mm, first off, um, uh, rest in peace to everybody that lost their life in this ordeal. Yes, absolutely. Because I don't, I don't want to say what I want. I, I, I don't want to say what I'm about to say without representing that people lost their life in this. And that's a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Out the way. That's out the way. 
if y'all didn't see this was a fucking setup, then that's your motherfucking fault. So, all of a sudden, the chick just, she just don't want to go. She stays in Texas. Um, dudes keep telling you, like, I don't think we're supposed to go. Um, and, and the lady has been down there multiple times. Well, I ain't going to say multiple times. She's been down there before, and she spent money. So they thought she had some money. So they were they were dealing with the wrong end of the uh the cartel. They were dealing with the low end of the cartel and they got caught up in some shit. And they the, the those niggas that they was fucking with thought they were proving a point. And they did what they did, which they thought was justified. And then you find out it wasn't justified because the cartel fucking gave them to the motherfucking police. They like, hey, man, we ain't a part of that shit. You stand away from that shit. Like, uh, quote, unquote, not disrespecting nobody. But the cartel was like, nah, we ain't on no broke nigga shit like that. We ain't ain't trying to ransom a motherfucker because they got lipo money. Yeah, yeah, they said. The, the ones that did it said they thought they were Haitian smugglers. I I don't know. Maybe because they were black with dreads. I don't know. Nah. That what what it, uh, in my opinion, what happened was one of them niggas was big capping when he came down there. He might have sold them niggas some shit. He might have known saying they might have said you need more shit. That's as much as I know about certain things, sometimes motherfuckers be like, okay, we need this this shit. And when you don't come with this shit, they, they, they prove a point out of you. So I think it was a reason why one of them niggas was like, we shouldn't go down there. Because he didn't have what them niggas was wanting. That's just my, again, that's just my opinion. Yeah. My opinion does not affect the views of... Uh, if we talk or the affiliates. I just feel like this was a setup from the game. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? And 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 it's and, and it's fucked up that that yeah. lady had to you know what I'm saying to die because of. It just I don't. It, it's just weird. It's just weird. Um. Three men and a lady go to Mexico for the lady to get cosmetic surgery. Like, it, that's weird. It happens all the time. And, and that's the thing. Them two niggas that was doing no, that, no, that was going, You said Going what? to get cosmetic Going to get cosmetic surgery happens all the time. But three men and a lady going to and a, going to get cosmetic surgery, that doesn't happen all the time. This is exactly this is what I'm saying. That's why I said this yeah. shit was a setup from the gate because that one of them niggas knew they wasn't going to produce what these motherfuckers would know. What I'm saying was asking them for, it. and they paid the ultimate price for it. Mm-hmm. 
There's yeah. no way. It, it, if I'm going, if I'm going to Mexico, and the nigga that always goes to Mexico tells me, "I right, shit, I don't think we, I don't think we need to go this time." I'm not going. No, no, I'm not. Um, I've been to Mexico three times. Never have I ever been in harm's way. Like, I haven't been to one of them border towns. Them border towns is where the cartel is, you know. I've never driven over. Um, I've never, I've never done what they were doing. Um, I didn't go for no cosmetic surgery, quote unquote, because I just, I just really can't buy that story. I'm sorry. Like, that is just not sounding right. Mm-mm. You know. <clears throat> niggas for a drug play. These niggas didn't have what they wanted. Like, and that's just me. And, and, and again, it's my opinion. Not nobody else's opinion is mine. You know, the the going for liposurgery was the extra. Like, I'm gonna bring my bitch down here. She gonna get some more surgery, whatever. But we gonna go down here and we gonna do wompty 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 womp. And then one of them niggas was like, "Oh shit, we ain't got enough of that." And one nigga was like, "We shouldn't even fucking go." But another nigga was like, "Shit, I already made these plans. My bitch think we going. Like, we we gonna go down there." And then uh, a bitch got wind of it, and the bitch was like, "You know what? Drop me off in Texas. I don't even want to deal with that. I ain't got. I don't want. I don't want nothing to do with that bullshit right there." And then y'all went there, and then he, as you see, you got your ass handed to you. Because you didn't have what you said you was going to have. These people don't be playing. You got to understand this is the cartel. Regardless of what level the cartel uh, or uh, what level you're dealing with the cartel, that's still the cartel. The cartel. And the cartel rules the area. Now, the way that you um, set that up, that makes way more sense than what they're trying to tell us. And you know, honestly, it ain't none of my business. Um, I'm just happy that the ones that are alive are safe. And rest in peace to the ones that are no longer alive. You know. Exactly. So um and shout out, I mean, and I hate to say it like that, but nah, I'm gonna just keep it one hundred. Shout out to the cartel for keeping it one hundred with their business. They seen that was bad business. Yeah. They said, nah, we don't even handle business like that. So here go the right. niggas. Y'all do what y'all want. Cause because you know, honestly, they gave them, they gave them um they gave them a um a fair a fair shot at life, handing them over. Cause they could have hung them on the highest tree or from the yeah. highest tree. You know what I'm saying? They could have really made an example out of them. Like, we do not conduct business like this. The fuck but you, but you ain't never gonna learn that way. I can't. Right. You ain't never gonna learn if I kill you. You gonna learn if you spend ten years in jail for some shit that was dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, straight up, straight up. They they have morals and values in the cartel, um, and and this whole situation putting light negative light onto the cartel is bad for business. It's bad for business, so I can definitely understand them being like, uh-uh. We are excommunicating ourselves from them. Yeah. Y'all do what y'all want to with them. I ain't got shit to do with them. Here they go. I get it. 
And then this is my cons uh, conspiracy uh, nigga talking. We okay. don't really... A lot of motherfuckers... We, we so uh, far behind on everything. We don't really know how connected the cartel is with everything, including go governments, different governments, not including us, just the governments, period. Because they have a certain... Uh, um, they're able to give you a certain product that other people cannot give you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have a they have a certain plug-in with every government in the world that we don't even know about. So yeah, they're going to dismiss themselves from that because as much as we talk about the cartel now and how bad it is, by the time we're we we gone like in the next 50 years, Shit, the cartel gonna be uh doing a lot of major shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just keeping it a buck, they they're slowly but surely like the Hell's Angels. The Hell's Angels slowly but surely in America start to make themselves not become a gang but become a business. You don't think the cartel is doing the same thing? If they haven't done it already. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's that. Um, it's still a developing story, so I'm sure we're going to be hearing more things. Because, like I said, every time I see something, it's something new. Um, <clears throat> so, next up, <laughs> in white people news, um, <laughs> there is this show that has been on for 10 seasons on Bravo. It is called Vanderpump Rules. Now, um, I don't watch Vanderpump Rules um, obsessively. I check in and out, so I may know some of the um, situation, some of the people, or whatever, in a situation or two. But um, I'm not fully invested in it. But um, they are showing season ten now, and there was a scandal that broke the internet over the past week so um the scandal is kind of complicated so what i'm going to do is i'm going to share my screen because this young lady has down what is going on with this scandal and then um i have a question so okay. um let can you see the screen? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah, I can see it. All right. So, okay. But this is what I think is happening. The three main characters are Tom Sandbag, Ariana, and Rock. Nine years ago, Tom Sandbag was dating a girl named Kristen. Sandbag meets Ariana, and they like each other. So he says, bye-bye, Kristen, and cheats on her with Ariana. They've now been together for nine years. Their couple, Tom F.A.O. Schwartz and Katie, they were together for like nine years as well, but they just got divorced. F.A.O. Schwartz and Sandbag are like best friends, BFFs forever. Ariana are like best friends, maybe not FFFs, but like a good amount of Fs. Rock asks Schwartz, to kiss. Rock tells Katie, I asked to kiss your ex-husband. I think that's fine because I can do whatever I want because I'm single. Forward to the main story. All of these guys 
live in a house together. Rock, Ariana, all live in a house together. Rock lives in their guest bedroom downstairs. All of this, when all of this scandal was happening, Rock has been boinging, right? And Ariana caught him one night giving Rock water. I don't know why, because Rocks don't really usually drink water, but giving Rock water, but really he was giving her something else. The most important thing about this whole story is that Sandbag now has a handlebar mustache and is in a cover band. All right, so did you understand what's going on? Um, um no, not at all. No. But part two is uh, of, of that is actually better because he breaks it down better. Okay. Yeah, there's a part two. Hold on. Um, does she got on like a white shirt and her hair is down? I don't remember what she has. I think on. this is part two. Hold on, I think I found part two. Okay, yeah, hold on. Was it on TikTok? Yep. Okay. I found it. All right, can you see? Yeah, I'm waiting on it to pull up. Okay. Yeah, here you go. It's there. Okay. I've never seen Vanderpump Rules in my life. This is part two of me trying to explain what's happening. So the three main characters are Ariana, Tom Sandbag, and Rock. Nine years ago, he was dating a girl named Kristen. But then he met Ariana, and he kind of liked her. But I, I don't think they did anything together. But then Kristen starts doing things in Jackson. Homes. Hey, she did things with other people too. Oh, maybe someone, Peter. Kristen's bad. And I think bad also. And then they become together. And they've been together for the last nine years. And the show paints them as a wonderful, wonderful couple. We have another couple. She's also named Tom and Katie. F.A. Schwartz. With Kristen, and now is friends with Ariana. Kristen, I don't think she's in the show. I don't think she matters anymore. Wait, yes, she does. She does matter. Hold on. So, Kristen, I'm sorry I did this to her face. I'm sure she's lovely. Um, Kristen starts dating this guy named James. So, and now James is on the show, but then they break up. And I don't know what Kristen's doing, but James starts dating this girl named Rock. It's all happening. Oh, yeah. Ariana and Rock are friends, right? They're friends. She's like, little sister, little sister. James and Rock date for three years and then they break up and then Rock becomes like, I'm 
I'm single, I want single. And she decides that what she wants is FAO Schwartz, Katie's ex. And she tells Katie, I'm going to be with your husband. I don't care. We think that's crazy. But then this whole time, one new little sister has been sleeping with T Sandbag. And they have matching lightning bolt necklaces that they've been wearing. Okay, yeah, she did a better job the yeah. second time. Yeah, she did a way better job. All yeah. right, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Glenn's here. He says she needs to take her meds. Well, the, the no, situation she don't need is to take no meds. She did exactly what oh. she was supposed to do. Yeah. So, um, Given that all this situation is going on or whatever, they basically broke the internet with this situation. Because um, the situation is pretty foul. Like, they're all on the show. They're all supposed to be friends. And, like, the season is playing out right now. But the news broke that Rock, that she put it, her name is um, Raquel. She's been smashing Ariana's boyfriend, which is Tom Schwartz. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. it's it's Schwartz. So yeah, yeah. So with all this going on or whatever, um, yeah, the internet's been on been ablaze. Uh, Are we supposed to care about this white madness? <laughs> like this is white madness going on. Like this this white is what happens yeah. when. And you have white people that don't have any agenda. Like they don't have no agenda. When I, when I say agenda, they don't have no um, a reason to either like start uh, white supremacy or um, try to join the Negro coalition. They 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 have no agenda. Mm-hmm. They're just rich, and they're doing rich white people shit we've all known and and that's not a uh this to any of the white people that i know because yeah. all the white people that i know aren't stupid rich well at the same not- time i will say um all the white people that i know that know stupid white people always say that they're fucking heathens we're watching <laughs> fucking heathens yeah um well <coughs> they're not rich. Um the show is called Vanderpump Rules because they're um these are service people. They work out of a um uh, out of a um restaurant. That's how they know that's how they know all each other is they worked at a restaurant at one point. Um but again the show's been on 10 years, so I think a lot of them don't work at the restaurant no more. None of them work at the restaurant no more. They're living off of this. They think they're rich. Yeah, yeah, they probably think they're rich, but in the grand scheme of things, no, they're not rich. Um, Yeah, but we're what we're at at the same time. We're watching white people do white people shit when they have no morals. Yeah, yeah. So, um, with all that being said. Um, I 
personally couldn't find myself in a situation like this. Could you find yourself in a situation like this? Fuck cameras no. Cameras and no cameras. Yes. Cameras and no cameras. <laughs> fuck no. Like, that's dumb. Like, listen. That's some foul ass shit. I'm just going to tell y'all the honest to God truth. It is no way in the world, America, that Jasmine could catch me fucking somebody that she calls a friend. Living in the house and everything. Living in the house. She would kill both of us. Yeah. Like, it would be no okay. hesitation. Like I know her uh, I know her well. She knows where I hide everything at. She will kill both of us. Yeah. Because you got her fucked up. Like that's just not the mentality she's gonna be through. Like, not to say I would ever do it, but she would rather find out this bitch stay 30 miles away. Mm-hmm. Then the bitch that stays in the basement. You fucking the bitch that stay in the basement? She gonna <laughs> shoot me dead in the fucking face. Right. Just the audacity that you are just like, you're shitting where you eat, man. Exactly. Just yeah. Just the odd mm-hmm. freaking audacity. Yeah. I just, I was outdone. Cause like, I, like I said, I, I've watched it. It's just I don't keep up with it like I keep up with the housewives. You know what I mean? So when all this stuff started hitting the internet, I was like, okay. But then I watched a video of somebody talking about it and I kind of got intrigued. So I was like, okay, well, let me go look it up to see exactly what's going on. And when I saw exactly what's going on, I'm like, oh, hell no. Now, Vanderpump Royals has a lot of scandal in it, and they're now they're doing some shit that I'm just I'm just like no, because um, the one person that they um, mentioned um, was Kristen. Kristen got fired for doing some racist shit. She and another girl who got fired as well. Both of them, their name, um, the other girl name is Stassi, which she was briefly mentioned. Both of them. There used to be, on season one, there used to be a black girl on the show. She didn't really have much of a role, but nonetheless, she was the black girl on the show. So, there was a situation where um, there was like a bank robber that they put, because they're all they're all in L.A. So, there was like a bank robber that they put on the news or whatever. And Stassi and Kristen called the police and said that the bank robber was the girl that's on the show. And so years later, the girl was on somebody's podcast talking about her experience on Vanderpump Rules, and she brought that up. And when she brought that up, then brought the show the show airs on Bravo. So Bravo started getting a lot of tweets like WTF, what the hell y'all got going on over here? And so they got fired for that shit. And now, because all this shit is coming up now. And she was kind of like Kristen was kind of involved with these people at one point in time romantically. Now they're like bringing her back for scenes and shit. And it's just like, really? She got fired for a fucking reason. Why are y'all bringing her back? So, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. But I thought that would be especially because we were talking about some heavy shit. I thought that would be pretty pretty like 
pretty light because you yeah. know <laughs> at the end of the day, don't nobody give a fuck about white collar crime. Um, <laughs> or white scandal. Or, or a fucking white man scandal. Like <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much over that. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. like, you know, it's always cool to talk about just so you can be like, man. That's why I don't understand why these stupid motherfuckers run everything. Right. 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 Yeah, that's just my opinion, y'all. You know, that that doesn't uh, reflect the issue we talk, but yeah. Why do you stupid motherfuckers run everything? Yeah. Yeah, so Glenn says, no poly life, huh? Yeah, no poly life. No poly life for me. I'm good. But yeah. So, um, next up is this conversation starter. Uh, before that, Fatima says, me either. Don't understand how they do it. Yeah. I don't get it either. There's no, I'm too, I'm too uh, selfish of a mate to be trying to share I, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to just say, I know how they do it, and I know why they do it. The difference is a lot of people don't um, don't relate to it because um, the nigga that's trying to pull it off, either it be a woman or a, a man, the nigga trying to pull it off don't really um, have the necessary fundamentals for it. And so it's always mm. going to fall on deaf ears. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm not I'm not gonna share my mate. I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna do it. Not my mate. With another person that's supposed to be doing the same thing I'm doing. No. Y'all can go ahead and have each other. I'm out. I'm good. I mean, yeah, and everybody's like that. I mean, because that's the first thing people are gonna say about uh um a poly relationship. Um, again, like I said, it's, it's the thing, the thing is the person that introduces that should always, um, not only have an understanding of what it is, but also have a financial, um, reason why it should be, it's, um, it should be a thing. Like nowadays you don't get that. Right, right. Right. So uh, Fatima also says, I'm talking about how they run in the world, even though. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm about a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I get you on the second part. Yeah, I'm I'm with a monogamous relationship, too. Um, at the same time, I'm financially stable enough to say, shit, if I need, if, if I thought two bitches would make me uh, climb, then I would get two bitches. Climbing no walls. Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, at, at the first one, yeah, I just don't understand. Like, like yeah, they they're, um, they show us countless, uh, countless, countless times that they can't control um, or um, maintain what's going on in this world without chaos so i don't understand why they still run it yeah 
yeah like i don't i don't get it either but what else all right so um the next up is this tweet that um set the internet off it says um <clears throat> good friend in late 30s in shape makes over 300,000 a year has a condo overlooking a great downtown he gets consistently ghosted ignored for days or is told after a date or two that this isn't working. Modern women are broken. Um, basically, my thought is, is this isn't the modern woman's fault. So maybe we're so far from being broken that we don't need to just put up with anything just because you have um the means maybe you're a horrible individual maybe your personality sucks maybe it's you and not what you come with and you can't just lean on what you come with to get women maybe we're looking for something more maybe the women that you want don't want you because you're shallow and we're not but hey what do i know what are your thoughts i sent i ain't even gonna lie i'm gonna keep it 100 i <laughs> i went through at least an hour and 30 minutes of these tweets okay I was like reading everything. I was reading um, different threads. And my conclusion of this is it comes to this. Yeah, we know um, modern women are flawed. They have a, a warped sense of, uh, and when I say modern women, let me, um, let me clarify when I say that. Um, modern women are women um, between the ages of 28 and 19, because that's that. This is who you're addressing. You're not addressing anyone else, regardless of what you who you think you are addressing. This is who you're addressing, because you're not. You you want to say that 35 plus? That ain't what's really happening. Um, what's going on is people have a warped sense of what reality is. Um especially men uh a man that is uh 30 plus uh he has a warped sense of reality because sometimes we fall victim to think that because uh and that's not me because i don't have the money that these niggas have but these niggas think that because they have money they're supposed to be um catered to and yeah, money's great, but you have to also be a great individual. Like you can't have money and like, because you have money, you do weird shit like um, not take baths for three or four days or like um, uh, ignore this woman, you know what I'm saying? Until you feel like being bothered or uh, like, feel it's cool for you to like 
be on, you know what I'm saying, be on a game for like 16 hours out of a day. Um, these niggas are so fucked up nowadays. They be thinking that a woman is supposed to have the chivalry that men lost a long time ago. Hmm. And, and that's again, that's just my opinion. That's a word. Yeah, I, I I just believe that. Like, I, I I know the shit that I go through, and I don't know. Sometimes I have to double back into myself to realize, like, hey, like, especially when you want to make things work. That's the thing that I've realized that um, the reason why I hang out with a lot of old people because they understood that it's hard work to be in a relationship. It's not because you have this or you have this or you have this. These people can have that the best of everything and still be the shittiest people in the world. Yeah. It takes work to be in a relationship. It takes work to work on yourself to be a person somebody wants to be in a relationship with. And it seems like this particular person and anybody who feels that way is leaning on not working on themselves and just having the surface level of things like you're at you're at base level like that stuff that should that you should have period full stop but that doesn't mean that you want to be in a relationship with somebody just solely on what they have especially if you're looking for a person that has more depth than wanting you for materialistic things. You know what I'm saying? Because if you want somebody that just wants you for what you have, then you're not looking for somebody that has any substance. No, you want to own that person. Yeah. I don't I don't think um a lot of people nowadays realize that um you know that in order for a relationship to work it has to be built off of three key things trust honesty and loyalty like and you can root out love cuz everybody loves everybody like Let's not get it twisted. A nigga can make you come four times in the night every time he fuck you and you'll love this nigga. Root that out. Take that out. It really does have to go with loyalty and it has to go with honesty and it has to go with, you know what I'm saying, the the, the uh, stability that uh, a person can give you. Four times, though? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it's... You it's, might get a real strong like if it's four times. I mean, everybody does. Listen, <laughs> I said this before on this podcast, and, and, I, and I, I really mean this. And, like, and it's not no diss, but I'm saying the truth of the matter is you are never going to be with the nigga that fucked the dog shit out of him. Never gonna be with that nigga. Cause nine times out of ten, 
And I, when I say nigga, I'm 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 saying uh, woman and male. As a man, you never gonna be with that woman. You know what I'm saying? You fuck the dog shit out of. She fuck the dog shit out of you. Oh man, you feel like a king. You ain't never gonna be with that. Like that's not gonna be your wife. So your theory is is that the person that you have spectacular sex with, you would never be in a relationship with that person. Nine times out of ten, you probably won't. I, I ain't saying it don't happen, but nine times out of ten, you probably won't because half the time y'all don't even communicate. Like y'all don't even know what each other likes or none of that. Our only thing y'all know is how to make each other come. That's y'all don't that's, know anything else. That's a very interesting theory. I I have to give that to you. Yeah, I've 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 been in those situations where I I don't know how to do nothing but make this bitch come. I don't even know what color this bitch like, and I don't care. (laughs) All I know is when I serve her dick, I can make her come, and she makes me feel like I'm a man. Like, know what I'm saying? That's like that's. Hey, I'm going to just keep it 100. Like, that's what, you know what I'm saying, be the thing. And then you catch yourself um, in a relationship with somebody like that where y'all don't know each other. Yeah. Point, point. Um, Glenn says they run the world because they killed and schemed for that spat. Look at how they're losing their minds at the thought of equality. Then he says, he's too nice. <laughs> then he also says, uh, women love the asshole. Let's not say he's horrible because we need more information. Then Fatima says, agreed. Okay, well, I'm going um, to just... I'm going to answer, I'm gonna answer Gwen, uh, Glenn shit. And I'm gonna say and we don't need to look further into it because yeah. when a man when a when a man gets to talking about what he has uh-huh. compared to um, what he's trying to do for a woman, it's a difference if he was trying to do things for the woman. Then you'd be like, oh well, she's just being a bitch, you know. It's not that. It's like I have this, I have that. Why don't women talk to me? Because nigga, you don't know how to talk to him. You don't know how to talk to the women. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Fatima says facts at Glenn and then and the um the messages are coming late. Yeah, it's it's a little delay. It's a little delay. But um <clears throat> yeah, she um also says all women do not like assholes, Glenn. That's true. Exactly. I wouldn't do not like those. That gets old real fast. <coughs> oh, excuse me. That gets old real fast. Um, an asshole. Oh, trust and me. Yeah, it's, it's funny and cute. It's funny and cute in the beginning or whatever, but that shit gets that shit gets old and tired. Huh. Like you don't want to deal with it. Yeah, and it's just I, like, damn. Man, when me and Jasmine first got to talking, I told her I'm a acquired taste. You probably ain't gonna like me because I'm opinionated. I'm gonna say what I say. I'm you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna build you up. I'm gonna make you feel like you're supposed to feel 
at the same time, I ain't going to stop me from being me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it took Jasmine a long time to like, you know what I'm saying? understand it of what I'm not, I'm not giving her pressure. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Some niggas give bitches pressure. Like, Every time it, it, it's some hard shit. I ain't giving you pressure. I ain't like none of these regular niggas. But at the same time, nigga, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat my tongue on what I gotta say. You know what I'm saying to you? Because yeah. I'm saying it because I want you to be better. Because I want us to be better. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I understand. Um. So yeah. So on on to the last thing. Uh, somebody tweeted this conversation and it says well there goes that friendship it says i don't know um where we should eat i'll find somewhere i found a place gonna reserve us a table meet me in town at five okay girl then can i cancel for a dick appointment no what's wrong with you i reserved a table girl Fair, but I miss him. Go to him. Can I see you in the evening? Maybe I'll have to see what I end up doing. So the question is, is that appropriate to um do to cancel your plans for a dick appointment? I think so. Why do you think so? Um the reason why I think so is because you know how many times I've like said I was gonna make a player or do something and didn't do it because I knew I was about to get some pussy. Like, nah, like I I feel like it's it's understandable as long as it's not life threatening. Like, it'd be a difference if she was like, "I really need you to pick me up at seven. and she was like, "Can we cancel for a dick appointment?" Bitches is going out to eat. This is not a, a, a fucking survival skill. This is a luxury. <laughs> so, so, okay, so it, so it depends on the, on the circumstances, basically what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So, would it depend on the person? No. No, not at all. If if I make plans with my sister to, to, to go out to eat and my sister was like, nah, I need to cancel it. And I've tried to pry, like, what the fuck you cancel it for? And she was like, well, shit, I'm about to get some dick right now. I'm not about to be mad at her. I'm going to just be like, okay, well, shit. Uh, call me in the morning. Um, Even if I already ordered the table, I'm going to just be like, fuck it. I'm about to chill it. Just, I've chilled at tables before. Like, I don't know if you niggas ever night, not you, because I know you didn't order tables. Um, if a nigga ever ordered a table, like, you don't give a fuck because you was able to order a table. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think it depends. Like, if it, if it's a person that you know that you don't have no business being around, Every time y'all around each other, it's some fuck shit going on. Then you calling me, complaining to me, crying to me about the bullshit. I'm low-key going to be upset that you canceled on me for him. Now, it would be low-key because I get it. 
I'm not here to judge. But I'm not trying to hear the shit later on because he didn't say some fucked up shit to you. And now you mad and sad and want to cry on my shoulder. No, I'm not trying to hear it no more because you know you shouldn't be fucking with him. Now, if it was just like a regular person, all right, I get it. I'm going to be upset because I wanted to go to this restaurant, but I'll just have to door dash. So, but yeah. Um, Man, I, I wouldn't have I'm still I'm gonna get my friendship behind it, though. If I order a table, I'm still going. I'm not even going to fake the phone. Like, I'm I'm going. I'm going to call people like, hey, y'all, you, you, you want to go such and such and such and such? You know, if they don't want to go to it, I'm cool. Like most of the time, I, uh, the times I've ordered tables, like you know, it's 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 Lacart type shit. So a lot of niggas don't want to pay for that. So I'm cool with just paying for you know, um, sitting there, paying for a drink, ordering a steak, doing whatever, and the tab being whatever. I'm I'm out of here. I'm cool. Like I'm not. I'm I I, I ain't gonna press the issue. Especially I don't get into uh, dick and pussy shit. So. If I even if I know this nigga ain't right for you, I don't get into it. I learned that shit from um dealing with my older sister. Like, nah, you don't nah, you don't you don't fight or, or be on no shit. You don't end up getting your ass whooped and she gonna fuck that nigga the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't wanna get involved in in the middle of the shit. Um I don't like being brought into the middle of some shit but um yeah don't uh don't think that we're gonna go out again <laughs> i'm not making no more reservations with your ass yeah i'm not making no more reservations <laughs> but it is what it is like next time you can make the reservation right 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 um unveil the real podcast says good evening i just tapped in hello you tapped in hella late, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, I uh I wouldn't but I wouldn't end a friendship behind it. Nah, but, you don't yeah. That's none of that shit, because I seen that shit and then um when I seen her on Twitter, um she was like, She better be glad I like to eat alone. Hey, bitch, if you like to eat alone, then why the fuck are you even posting this shit? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, like I'm not nigga. If if if, right now, if you told me, hey, we gotta cut this shit short for a dick appointment, I ain't about to be (laughs) like, man, fuck that, the fans. I'm like, do your thing. (laughs) Like, uh, uh, and she's always cutting it short. I had some more to say, so um. Unveil the Real Podcast says, LOL, CPT. Yeah, we get it. It'd be like that sometimes. All the time. Yeah. So um, now we are at the fucked up song of the podcast. And it comes to us by Jamie Foxx. And it is Fall For Your Type. And since it's a boy song, you want to um, read the words? Uh, yeah, I'm about to look it up now. 
Okay. I can send it to you if you want to. Yeah, send it to me. Okay. Uh, you said that shit fast. Yeah, I was pulling it I was up. still tapping in Jamie Foxx. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Always fall for your type. My Jamie Foxx featuring Drake. Intro. I think he won um, that's the only thing that Drake said on the intro. Uh. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, verse one. Can I, can I save you from you? Because you know there's something missing and the champagne's been sipping. Not supposed to make you, oh, excuse me, not supposed to make you different all the time. Starting to feel like the wrong thing to do, girl. Because with all that recognition, it's hard for you to listen to things that, excuse me, to things. I got to look, I'm, I'm going blind because I got to lift this shit up. <laughs> you need some readers. <laughs> then make you say to make you mine. But live, girl. Have some fun, girl. We'll be fine. Trying to convince myself I found one. Making a mistake I never learned from. Chorus, Jamie Foxx. I swear I always fall for your type. Yeah, for your type. Tell me why I always fall for your type. For your type. Post-course, Drake and Jamie Foxx. I just can't explain this shit at all. Fall for your type. I just can't explain this shit at all. Fall for your type. I believe in people like you. That was the first verse and chorus. Mm-hmm. Second verse. So who am I to judge you on the past, girl? I bet there's a reason for it all. You say that you're nothing like the last girl. I just pray that you don't let me down right now. It's too late. I'm already yours. I just got to promise me the hearts won't break and end up like before. Chorus. I swear I always fall for your type. Yeah, for your type. Tell me why I always fall for your type. Yeah, for your type. Oh, look. Drake this is about to be the Drake verse. Dress hanging off your shoulder, belly sober, telling me how you moving away and starting over. Girl, quit playing. You just drunk. You just saying shit. And, oh, 
you dance, dance like how, like ballet and shit. Oh, wait, no, I get it, girl. I get it. I'm with it. I've been down this road before, and yeah, I have skidded, but forget it. Damn, damn. I wonder why I never learned my lesson. It's feelings like, it's feelings like second chances. It's the first, it's feeling like second chances, but it's the first impression. And I heard there's nothing, it's nothing new except uh, someone new, but how are you supposed to find the one when everyone is calling you, talking to myself, but I've never listened. Cause man, it's been a while and I swear that this is one different. That's the way I'm gonna take it. You always wanna go. Let you meet my friends so they can lecture you again and again about how reckless I've been. And I'm slowly running out of all the time that I've invested, making all of the same mistakes I guess I never, I guess I'm trying to correct it and I fall. Yeah, I'm shitty at this song because I don't listen to it. So I don't. Oh, this wasn't a song that was uh, part of your rotation? No, it wasn't. So this song was part of my rotation and I um, plugged up a really old iPod yesterday. And um, this song came on. And this song is dated as hell. Like, this is old Drake. Like, stupid old Drake. Like, I can't believe he got away with this shit, old Drake. Now, I'm reading the lyrics. I'm reading um, I'm reading everything, and I'm like, yeah, this is classic Drake that... um that I used to like because he was like, um, yeah, we all used to like it, but now if you listen to the song now, you're like, this was a this was a single. <clears throat> it's not that good of a song. I I, I think no, nah, I ain't gonna say it ain't that good of a song. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's still it's okay, it's okay. But I mean, I used to really dig the song, but. Yeah, it didn't age well. It didn't age well, I should say. And then on top of that, like when you when you read the lyrics, basically he fell for an alcoholic. But you was okay with that a couple songs ago when you was just saying, fuck it, blame it on the alcohol. It was cool back then. But I guess she didn't cuss you out one too many times while she was drunk that you like, ah oh, shit. I done fell for another bitch like this. Well, you keep going to Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, I mean, that's the same point. It's like he, he said it. I, he always fall for your type. Because I, I believe in you. I believe that, you know, um, you don't get this drunk all the time. <laughs> How you get this drunk? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you get this drunk all the time. I'm, I'm a bitch-ass nigga every time you go to the store. I'm a bitch ass nigga. We've all seen this in life. Yeah. We've seen a nigga or a female um get totally dogged out when they 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 spouse drinks too much. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like a couple songs ago, it was cute. 
now you like fuck. This bitch was really about that life. Yeah. It was cool at first, and then it's I'm starting to think <laughs> the wrong right. thing to do, girl. <laughs> Because every time she get drunk, she be like, in another thing, you bitch-ass nigga. Right. And you like, wait a minute. <laughs> My mama's here. Right. Don't ever want to go home. I'm calling Ubers and shit. Talking about, oh, I'm drunk in a muffin. Can you take me to 445 Canaan Road? And it'd be another party. Thank you. <laughs> Man, this, this I mean, don't nobody need to be disrespected like that nigga was getting disrespected. Right. So. Yeah, that was a that that's that's a fucked up song because you I mean you dealing with that. This, yeah. I'm, I'm a nigga to drink. I, I drink. Uh, I'm never gonna get drunk enough. <laughs> Just start telling Jasmine she ain't worth it. Right. That's what he was dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was dealing with it. He was dealing with a real one that was about that life. And he couldn't handle it low-key. Now he beating himself up, falling Man. out the air, falling in the air and shit. Talking about like it's simple. <laughs> you gotta let her go. I like, can't explain this shit at all. But we all see it. Quit getting the bitches out of Alcoholics Anonymous and you'll be good. I believe in people like you. Then you know what? You need to be an AAA coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> need to be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, this nigga definitely need to be an Alcoholics Anonymous coach. Like, I'm not, I believe all of y'all are winners. <laughs> Right, <laughs> like, like this is what you need. Right. You don't do that shit on one one. Right, call me anytime, day or night. I'm here for you and your sobriety. And that's all that is. Yeah, I believe in people like you. Right, but it could be him. He's probably a bad influence. You know, telling people probably be like really knowing their limits and shit, and he'd be like, "Nah, man, take one more shield." Yeah, one more help. He could be that nigga. He could like, be uh, that nigga. Drunk until she gets to uh, fighting your ass. Right. Then you're like, I swear, I. <laughs> so, I yeah. can't believe it. Every time this bitch, like, nigga, right. stop giving she, this girl shots. She told you she cannot drink Hennessy and you stay giving her Hennessy. Stop it. She's a Ciroc girl. You wonder why your motherfucking face all knotted up the next day. <laughs> right. And y'all remember. Your ass. Right. She waking up like la da da. La da da. Right. She she making <laughs> eggs and shit. She making she cool, nigga. You fucking right. and then when she she telling you why you ain't getting up. And you like, right. nigga, my face hurt. Like I just know from experience women aim for your face right 
You're like, they don't, like all that shit you see on TV, they don't they don't aim for your dick. They don't hit you in the stomach. They don't do none of that. They try to beat your face up because they try to totally disrespect them because you got them fucked up when they drunk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And now you're in here like legit living a Drake album from 2009 or 2011. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I did it. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. And that's the reason why your face beat the fuck up. Right. It's like, none. No real man, like I'm, I'm, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't, I don't give a fuck about how you niggas replace it. Some of you niggas would be that kind, like she put her hands on me. I'm gonna put my hands on her. No real man, like actually, really fights a woman. Like he'll push her the fuck up off of him. But like this bitch gonna get like three, four good shots in before you be like, man, this bitch really hitting me. And then be like, I swear, I yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> so yeah, so that is Jamie Foxx, a fall for your type. Um, I don't have any final words. So what's Jerry's final thoughts? Oh shit! Okay. Um, uh, just going off the dome and not even thinking about it. My uh, my Jerry's final thoughts is age um i have recently been told that i am too old to uh uh to be able to think that i'm gonna be able to raise my child or my children uh what i want to say to you niggas is the crazy part about it is uh, most successful people have children late in life. I ain't saying I'm I'm successful because I'm I'm surely not. Um, but most of us, at my age, are in a secure spot where children will not be a burden, or just growing up and living life is not a burden. I've matured to that age in my life where maturing is not a burden. And I think a lot of people don't don't uh, grasp that and understand that. Uh, as you get older, you uh, start to realize what really matters. So age, like Aaliyah said, is really nothing but a number because once you realize what really matters, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's the things and the rules that you apply to make an effort to make things happen. And I think we've, we've all lost that because, you know, we watch so many people die so young. Um, we don't think that it's supposed to be... Um, an always thing. It is supposed to be an always thing. Is every day you grow up, you're supposed to learn something. I will say that again. Every day that you grow up, you're supposed to learn something. So every day you're supposed to grow the fuck up. So yeah, I am. I'm going to be every Jewish record producer. 
I'm going to have babies at 40. But you know the difference is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna super struggle with them either. And as always, take care of yourself and others. Well, thank you for that, um, Jerry's final thought. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't like like people saying that to you. That's that's foul. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've got, I've, I've got told that, uh, told that, a couple of times, and I'm like, damn, like that's how y'all think, like, because y'all got y'all kids out the way. Sorry, yeah. I didn't want to have a baby at 18, my nigga. Like, go. <laughs> you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have to have um, a real heart to heart about um, children at a later age because. And and the way that society um, talks to people who who do that because it's a very it's a very fucked up um, mentality that society as a whole has in regards to that. It's really weird because to me it's like, and and I I can only say you know what I'm saying in in my category it's like. Damn, I've reached a point where um, at this stage in life, I'm stable. Like, I ain't got the best. I'm not I'm not uh, wealthy. I'm not rich. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? None of that. But I am stable. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. like, I'm so glad <clears throat> I didn't have uh, babies when I was at an age where everything was chaos. Cause right, right. I'm at the age now that I can actually, like, watch my children grow and like give them game until I get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But you get it from a standpoint of um, being a provider. I get it from the standpoint of my clock is ticking. Mm. And that's a whole different beast. And I mean, it can be triggering at times, you know, um, Cause you're getting into you get into somebody's um, medical well being, and that's a whole another topic for a whole another show. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, this is episode seventy four of the Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys at episode seventy five. Bye. Exactly.